Rise and shine. It's butt whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian Peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show. Discussing it all from the preps to the pros. What time is it? Dance and Simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rockingham app. They are everywhere. The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell. Stop what you're doing and listen. Happy Friday morning, everybody. We're back on the Morning Blitz on 102.5 U-Rock, AM 730, Fox Sports, Tri-State. Of course, also online, nwksradio.net, the Rocking M app. As always, thank you so much for tuning in here on this January the 5th, a snowy January the 5th, to say the very least. I don't know what the snowfall accumulation over is in Colby. I would say in Goodland it has been since my head hit the pillow uh, probably around a good two to three inch snow uh, and it looks and no wind so it just fell nicely it's a very beautiful snow uh, Christian you've been hoping and praying for some snow is this gonna <laughs> suffice or no it will it absolutely will suffice and if it doesn't uh, there's a chance uh, a pretty good one that you know this is just a warm-up for what's coming <laughs> the end of this weekend <laughs> and up to Monday uh, but yeah, it was it was nice to be honest with you. Uh, when I looked at the forecast a couple days ago, expecting this snow today, I thought initially that it was going to come later in the day. So I was not expecting to wake up and see this. So that was kind of a nice uh, little surprise there. And yeah, it's almost exactly the same. Very little wind, but uh, probably in between two or three inches right now. So very similar uh, snowfall conditions. Uh, shout out to all the road crews that have gotten out there and have started to move the snow. Uh, still, though, if you go to KDOT or Can Drive, you'll see that a lot of the, the, the roads in our listening region are covered at this point in time. So be extra careful out there. I know it was kind of raining or precipitating a little bit late last night. I don't want to say rain, but you know, causing some slicker conditions under the snow. So be aware of that. And, of course, we remind you to go to our Facebook page, go to uh, nwksradio.net, our website, text the word CLOSINGS to our text line. You can find all the information you need about what's open, what's not open, um, what's going on, what's not. I do know that there's been some late starts around in the school areas, and I do know that one – I do know that – I think Wichita County I saw on the text line is – not having school today because the conditions have not improved. So Wichita County gets a day off of school uh, already. So uh, that's what's happening uh, around our listening region. But once again, you can find the complete list of everything you need to go to nwksradio.net, and then you need to go to trying to find where that is on events, and then area closings and cancellations at the very bottom. That's where you'll find and. Like I've said, uh, St. Francis has a delayed start. Golden Plains, a two-hour start. Dighton does not have school today. Wichita County has a, uh, I think they are now not having school, as I'd seen. Uh, Wallace County, Shylin, Rollins County, all two-hour late starts. Uh, St. Francis, I think I already mentioned them already, though. Scott City uh, having a two-hour late start. So a lot of regional schools in our region 
are having late starts. But not Colby and not Goodland, from what I've heard and seen so far. Now, I could be wrong, but I have not seen that yet. So they're like, we're going to just tough this out and go to school. <laughs> See, to be honest, I'm used to uh, maybe a little bit of a higher bar for, for school Oh, yeah, trust me. So I hadn't even... I hadn't even considered. To be fair, uh, part of living closer to a big city is, um, you know, a little bit better uh, or quicker with the road crews in terms more of more efficient, off main uh, roads. more used to more it. Efficient. efficient. Yeah. I, I, once again, that's not taking a slam at anybody who's no, working no. on the roads. Uh, but when you do it so often, I always one of my mm-hmm. interesting shows I like to watch when I'm just kind of have nothing else to do, which is a rare. But it's like ice. It's like ice airport or something like that and so they're talking about the airports up in alaska and how they have to keep those things open i mean you're pretty good at remo- at snow removal at, a, at an alaskan airport because it snows all the time and you got to be you know how to do that so you know when it snows more you have a little bit more experience than that you know how to make it all work a little bit better but i know that at least out here in goodland i got up this morning and heard the trucks going by my house i don't even know what time it was it was early but uh, they were probably going by around four in the morning out getting the street and stuff uh, cleaned off enough for us to get here today. So uh, thank you to all those. We have a full show today. As always, hit us up on our text line, number 785-899-2222. We will have our NFL Power 5. We'll talk with Connor Nickel of K Prep Sports in Kansas, Sunflower Sports Solutions, get his thoughts on the third point, or about the third of the way through the basketball season, get his thoughts on that. Also some thoughts on the Kansas Shrine Bowl. Uh, as He's a part of the committee to help select the roster. So he'll be joining us coming up a little bit later on in the program as well. Lots of things to get to here in the very first segment, and I always love to highlight them all quickly with the front page. Read all about it. Read all about it. The top stories of today. I got the early edition. Hot off the press. It's the front page on the Morning Blitz. Front page, really? Starting first and foremost with local sports, only I believe one only local event happening yesterday. That was some wrestling over in Trigo. Oakley had a, or it was a double duel uh, there in Trigo. Oakley and Plainville were there. Oakley got a split. They just edged Plainville 40-39 to win that duel. Lost to the host Trigo 33-24. On the women's side, just a single duel. Lady Plainsman lost to Trigo 42-30. to One lone area result from last night. Plenty of wrestling on dock, on the docket starting tonight. St. Francis going to Dundee County for a duel. And then Saturday, a couple of big tournaments. Colby going to go test their stuff against bigger schools at the Salina South Invite. Uh, that'll be a good test for uh, Cole Garcia and all the Colby uh, wrestlers there going to Salina. Hoxie will be heading to Dodge City. Another good test for them. Uh, with a lot of bigger schools. So you see smaller schools testing themselves against bigger schools. And then Norton has their big invitational. You'll see St. Francis, Oakley, Colby Girls, many other regional teams going to Norton for their invite uh, this coming Saturday. So plenty of wrestling happening starting tonight with a duel up in Dundee County. Uh, And I want to highlight, of course, Northwest Tech men's and women's wrestling on Saturday and then into Sunday. They'll be at Hastings, Nebraska for the Hastings Open. So, plenty of wrestling happening this weekend. Also, of course, it's the, I don't know, we had some basketball games on Tuesday. Colby being one of those teams. I think Shilin was another. A fuller slate of games here on this Friday as many teams return from the Christmas break. Uh, you've got Rollins County hosting Wallace County. Shilin hosts Wheatland Grinnell. Weskin will host Moscow. St. Francis taking on Idalia. Uh, Quinter on the road at Dighton. Oakley will host Plainville. Goodland will host Cimarron. And then Saturday, Golden Plains is at Victoria here on Saturday. 
two things that stand out to me. First and foremost, I don't know if there's been cancellations in school, if those games will continue. I don't know. Um, I know Dighton does Great not have... Point. Dighton does not have school today. Does that mean Quinter and Dighton will not play? I don't know, because first and foremost, that would be a great boys game. I think Quinter does not have, has one loss. Dighton has no losses. And I think the lone loss that Quinter has uh, was to Dighton. It's either that or vice versa. One of the two. So that should be a really good basketball game on the boys' side between Quinter and Dighton uh, tonight. So I don't know if that game is going to happen or not. We'll have to just wait and see. Um, Rollins County, Wallace County, kind of a Northwest Kansas League game there. It should be an interesting one as well. And uh, Mid-Continent League game, Oakley and Plainville could be interesting too. So some of the interesting games uh, from the region. Of course, you have Goodland tonight hosting Cimarron. We'll have coverage here on 102.5 U-Rock as the Blue Jays are in town. A couple of points on this game here real quick, Christian. First and foremost, this game, it's all about Goodland. It's not about Cimarron. I know most coaches would say every game is mm. about us. It's not about the opponent. But tonight, it's extra important. Goodland has, and this, this can apply to both the boys and the girls teams. Goodland is going to be the better team on the floor tonight. They will be. On paper, they are. On film, they are. They're just the better team. So it's about playing to your potential and, 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 and you know, play, playing those kind of games with yourself. And I give Coach Bill Beerman on the girls' side a lot of credit. He does this a lot. He plays these games to keep his team motivated. Like, I want to get 40-plus boards. If we don't get 40-plus boards, then, you know, I want to hit this per- – you know, I want to see this amount of deflections and steals. I, I, he plays these games. And this, this, the type, this, this is the type of night tonight where I think you need to play those type of games. It's been a tough year for Cimarron. You combine their two records, they're 2-10. and 1-5 on each side. Uh, both teams, especially on the girls' side, the girls were a team that for many years, for a decade and a half, that have had double-digit win totals. They've been a very, very good program down at Cimarron. Really good. But they graduated a really good senior class, highlighted by an 1,000-point score, and now a current Creighton Blue Jay in Michaela Miller. And so she's gone. They lost a couple of the big pieces like Caitlin Sunday and uh, a few other young gals from that team last year that were, I think, just a 3-4 loss team. Well, now you've got a bunch of young girls out there trying to kind of find their way. There's some pieces that played last year, but you lost a majority of your production, a vast majority of your production. And it's shown so far this year they have struggled. So for Goodland, it's about going out there and shaking off the rust because it's your first game in over a couple of weeks. Shaking off the rust and and then, once again, just not overlooking your opponent because, no doubt, I think on the floor you're going to be the better team tonight. Same thing on the boys' side. You're going to be the better team on the floor tonight. Can you find a way to play those games with your own team? Coach Mikey Dahl, I'm sure, does it himself. You know, hey, we're going to get this many rebounds tonight. I want to see this many steals. I want to see the uh, this or you know this plus whatever in the rebounding margin. All coaches do it. Tonight's one of those nights you got to put out there because more than likely, unless Cimarron, both boys and girls, have just a unbelievable night. Uh, you would expect Goodland to pick up the win. And, and I've, I've, I'll just say this. I think it's going to be double-digit point wins for Goodland tonight. And that's no offense to Cimarron. That's just the way it is. And Goodland's got themselves two very good basketball teams. And it's about getting better each and every time you step on the floor. Tonight's one of those games where the opponent is not going to be the same level maybe you've played throughout this season to this point. That's all right. You're, you're, it's a good time to have kind of one of these games to an extent because... You're trying to shake the rust off, and also, uh, it's the first official GWAC game of the season. This will be the only time these two teams meet, unless it is in the postseason. I I would love to know, Ross. Obviously, 
Colby's not playing tonight. They have this weird, we've talked about it, little break here <laughs> yeah. where they don't play. <laughs> like 10 days off. Yeah. And they just had a break. Doesn't make any sense. But uh, because you guys are, are on the docket here, I'd, I'd love to know, especially because, like you said, maybe a lesser opponent uh, tonight on the hardwood. Do you have New Year's resolutions for this team? Are you, are, are you expe- I know you've talked a lot about the, the mental side on the boys' side. Uh, and kind of getting used to being a top team. Is there something that you can say, all right, if we could snap our fingers and and flip a switch 2023 to 2024, that's just going to make us a better basketball team? Uh, I don't know if I have anything off the top of my head, Christian. Like I've said, I I think on the boys' side, it's about mentally each and every night knowing that, yes, we are a very good basketball team. We know it. They know it. But we need to play like – we are an underdog every single night. We need to play with that dog mentality. I think that's how I would word it if I was the coach, which I'm not, but I'd just say we gotta play like we're dog. We gotta play like we're the underdog. We gotta play like we are scrapping for everything every single time. We gotta play like we've attempted to play and have played for multiple years when we weren't the top dog. We were in the middle of the pack. We gotta play like that now that we are at least at the top in three A. Now, here's the biggest thing I have for the boys. Tonight's a good game to get the rust shaken off and to play good basketball. Tuesday, you have a game at Hoxie. A tough place to play, but I think a game that I think you can probably win on the road. Then, a week from today is the granddaddy game, the big daddy game. You've got a top-ranked Hugoton team at home and a top-five Goodland team on the road. That is going to be a very big basketball game. And those two teams, whenever they've played, Hugoton has gotten the better of Goodland for a long time. They have. Um, and so that will be a very – that game is going to be – that would be circled on my calendar so much because it's going to be such a huge game. And my point would be how are we improving over these next couple of games through games and practices to be prepared for what is going to come a week from tonight. It's going to be a really big game. Now, coaches and players, you can't think and talk like that. You've got to be able to just focus on the game you have at hand. But from the media perspective, my thought would be, how are we getting better from this day to how are we, how are we getting better on this game and then moving into Tuesday and are we, can we give, are we getting better there uh, so that we are playing at our absolute best or close to our best when we have to take on Hugenton because we're going to need it. That is a really, really good Hugenton team. Really good. So, how can we how can we work our way there? On the girls' side, I think it's just all about gaining confidence night in and night out, Christian. I think that's what it is. You have players that know how to play the game. They know their roles. Jaxie Mitchek, Haley Blocklinger, Haley Bierman. They know their roles. It's the other girls that need to continue to find their roles and, and live up to their role. Or exceed those. I think that's going to be the big thing. Whether that's playing good defense, whether that's knocking down a three every night, or giving a little bit of a boost offensively, that would be my biggest thing. The Goodland Cowgirls, I feel like every single game they step out on the floor, they just got to continue to find, especially the younger girls, finding their roles on this year's team. And we have saw through the first six, seven games of the year, I feel like we've seen a good movement in that direction. It's just something that's got to continue throughout the year. So, I don't know if that helped answer your question much, but that's kind of my point. To me, it's all about getting better each and every time you step on the floor and not overlooking your opponents that you are better than, like tonight more than likely. And then, you know, you've then you've got two, you know, that's that's the thing from the girls' perspective. 
a game tonight where you have a chance to shake off the rust a little bit, get kind of get back in the zone, because Tuesday on the road at Hoxie is a big, hard game. That's hard. That's a tough one. And you got to be prepared. You were telling me that they were there scouting Hoxie on Tuesday. So so they were there. They, they know it's big. They know it's big. So, you know, hey, that's all right. That's all right. You you you. you even though coaches don't want to admit it, you know in the back of your mind you're circling certain games. And next week, Tuesday for the girls, Friday for the boys. You've got those games circled like, God, can we get our team up and play some of the better basketball we've played this to this season at this point? Can we get to that? That would be my biggest thing, and we'll leave it at that. So we'll find out. I, I think tonight, once again, it's about shaking the rust off, not overlooking your opponent, even though you are more than likely going to be a double-digit point favorite when it's all said and done. So there you go. Big night of high school hoops tonight as we get back into the uh, swing of things. Except for Christian. He'll be at home sitting on his couch. It'll be <laughs> nice and warm. That'll be great for him. Uh, let's see here. want to highlight a couple other quick things here. Uh, Juco basketball Saturday. You got Northwest Tech at Hutch. Colby Community College hosting Butler. Some big games there to try to get their first wins of 2024. Uh, you've got Big 12 play opening on Saturday, Kansas and Kansas State. You've got KU at home hosting TCU and Kansas State at home hosting UCF. I don't think you could really ask for too much of a better start to the conference slate for both teams at home against opponents that are okay but not great. I feel like that's a pretty good deal. I would take that if I was them. It's not like you got I agree. Kansas State's bringing in Houston for the for the opener. That would stink. <laughs> So uh, no, it's a nice test your metal game. Yeah, tip off at one central for KU on Flyover Country 97.9 Saturday, five central time tip for uh, Kansas State on 100.3 the ride. There are some other big games you've got on Saturday Nebraska at 21st rank Wisconsin, 13th rank Colorado State at Utah State, and Colorado who got drubbed last night at Arizona. It wasn't even close. Um, Arizona's missing their two best players. Talk about a bad time to be missing your two top dogs, and uh, Colorado will be at Arizona State Saturday. Colorado was missing their two. Sorry, did players. I say Colorado State? Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Colorado. Arizona. The Buffaloes. But that was, yeah, ooh, a drumming. And you had, um, what's his face, doing the color too, and it was all kinds of fun. Yeah. We'll get to our NFL picks in the uh, walk-off here for the Broncos and the Chiefs, who will play on Sunday afternoon. Two more quick headlines. i got about a couple minutes to get through these, and we can spend more time on them, but just don't have the time. Kansas State announced they are promoting offensive line coach Connor Riley to the offensive coordinator spot, and they're going to bring in Matt Wells, a former head coach at Texas Tech and Utah State in a co-coordinator role. Wells also going to be quarterback's coach and serve as associate head coach. Uh, He spent the last two seasons as an offensive analyst at Oklahoma. You get a guy with some Big 12 experience, maybe some ties in recruiting to some other spots. That's, That's the cool thing about Wells. I don't know how great of an offensive coordinator he's been. He had one year where they were a top 10 offense, which is great. That was kind of in the middle of the pack, 50s, something like that. But once again, you get a coach with a lot of experience and a head coach at that coming in to help you on your booster your staff with the loss of Colin Klein. It's a big win there. And, and we finally know where Will Howard is going to play football next year. He's going to the Big Ten. He's going to play at Ohio State. What are your thoughts on this? I have one big thought, but what's your thought on Will Howard going to Ohio State? Well, the initial thought is uh, we called it a little bit. It, it broke live on our show. It wasn't yesterday. I think it was two days ago. I believe when it said that he was on his like first official visit and he was kind of officially checking out OSU. And I believe my initial reaction was what a perfect fit that would be. Uh, for OSU, you get a guy who, unlike Kyle McCord, 
uh, has a little bit more experience and you know that you know our opinions on Kyle McCord where they kind of forced him out of town too early and made a decision too early but I feel like it's the perfect fit where you've got a veteran quarterback that now has the chance not that K-State is a bad program or a small program but this is kind of the the blue chip the the blue blood of college football type of thing here where you now have a chance to go out and you'll have Omeko Buka and you'll have possibly Travion Henderson again. Uh, I thought he was going to be gone there running back, Ohio State's, uh, who's excellent, probably a top 10 back in the league. He's doing that thing where he's mulling his options for 2024, and he did play in the Cotton Bowl, but that'll be a question mark, and if he comes back, that's big. You can see Will Howard um, gives them this this wrinkle of being a dual-threat quarterback, which I think is huge. Outside of C.J. Stroud did it a little bit, but outside of Stroud and McCord, OSU has a long recent history of using dual threat quarterbacks with good arms very well. And not that Will Howard's Justin Fields and he's going to go run for 10,000 yards on you, but he's quick and he moves well outside of the pocket. And I think he gives this offense a great wrinkle. They need to shore up the offensive line, but I think it's a really nice pairing. Real quickly, two things that stand out to me. Number one, this will be the first time Ohio State has done the quarterback and the transfer portal thing. They've always done guys that they've recruited, brought in, and developed. So I'm very intrigued to see how that looks. Second of all, if you're Ohio State and you're bringing in Will Howard, that means you, and the way they've done things in the past, that means you probably don't like what you have. Um, you know, I don't forget the guy who started in the in the bowl game. Um, for them this year. I forget his name, but you know, he wasn't great. They have Lincoln Kleinholtz, who's a really great athlete, a phenomenal athlete from South Dakota. Um, and that's about it that all I know of. So you're bringing in Will Howard to hopefully fill that gap for a year so that these other guys can develop a little bit more. But it proves to me from Ohio State, you don't like what you have at this point in time. So you're bringing in someone who has more. Another thing for Will Howard, he's going to experience some of the best wide receivers to be thrown to in his career. And that's no offense to Kansas State, but that's wide receiver use. So you're throwing to great wide receivers. You got a great OC and a great offensive minded coach in Ryan Day. So it's a win for Will Howard. He's a Pennsylvania guy. He gets a little bit closer to home. Family can maybe come see him a little bit more in the games. Uh, he'll get a huge NIL deal. He'll have probably a million bucks coming his way more than likely. It's a, it's great for him. It's going to be weird though seeing Will Howard in that scarlet and cream or that sorry the uh, what is it the scarlet and gray? Yeah, the scarlet and gray. That'll be mm-hmm. a little weird little weird scene. I got to tell you, yeah, it's a little odd. Um, <laughs> I know I know you said something about Lincoln Kleinholtz a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago being like he's kind of going to be there OSU's next guy. Um, not that he still can't be after Will Howard cuz essentially when you get a grad transfer he's kind of a stopgap. But he looked really bad in that Mizzou game. I mean, he came in filling in for Devin Brown. There we go, Devin uh, Brown. Hurt his leg pretty bra- pretty badly, I think, in that. I was, I think, early in the second quarter. It might have been the first quarter. And you're going against a good Mizzou defense. I don't want to take anything away from them. But Lincoln did, did not look very good uh, for the large majority of that game. And that could even possibly have been, hey, maybe we don't have the answers that we thought we did. And Air Noland will be, you know, the, the heir to this program, but he's going to be a true freshman next year. You redshirt him, and uh, you know you come in after a year behind Will Howard, and maybe that looks a little bit more promising. We'll see. 
We'll see what happens. We got to get to a break. I could go on for that topic for a long time, but we only got an hour show. So we'll take a break, come back, and uh, we got plenty more to get to here on the Morning Blitz, including our conversation with Connor Nickel, which is next, getting his thoughts on high school hoops as we resume play here in 2024, and thoughts on the Kansas Shrine Bowl as well. It's next year coming up on the Morning Blitz.